Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's up, guys? We're back. We're back again. And yes, I mean, I apologize to the fans. I'm sorry. I had to go away to see the uh, in-laws for a yeah. Thanksgiving long weekend. But hey, I got to have a second Thanksgiving. So that's yeah. always good. Must be nice. Yeah. Uh, I see that you're sick. Yeah, I'm a little under the weather. Yeah. But uh, I'll power through. No problem. He's got some power tea. Through. He's doing it for you guys. Got some tea, so we're good to go. But yeah, my weekend was fantastic. Um, now, I have a theory. I say that the, the reason... W- I don't miss a lot of Habs games. Okay. Okay. And the reason why they're slumping right now is because I really haven't had the time to watch them. Mm. And since I, I'm superstitious, so I really feel... I believe that me watching the games would make a difference. Okay. And yes, that, that's why. And then my internet went out yesterday, so I had to go to the neighbor's house to watch the game. So, I mean, everything has just been... T- I haven't been able to sit in the shrine, watch the game properly. Everything's been out of order and that is the true reason behind this slump you heard it here first folks so that for sure november uh yeah so i'm staring at that's uh, pretty good not yeah, bad yeah yeah the duster's okay it's good it's uh listen people it's like, before it ends like get out there and donate Support yeah gibby this is for yeah. a good cause it's not going into our only 10 percent is going to us oh, the rest is on. going to charity <laughs> nah, <laughs> nothing is nothing's, going to nothing's going to us but come on it's for a good cause people i mean donate to gibby yeah everybody because i mean the all habs team we have a team going to november team so exactly donate, donate to, to, to gibby us. donate to anybody in the all habs team and exactly like i said who doesn't want to stare at these guys and laugh as they wear these ridiculous mustaches all month i mean if we, if people stop donating people are going to stop doing it so yeah come I'm, on I'm, for a good I might, re- I might retire after this year so <clears throat> the state of the fan base how is it in habs land right now i've been gone you can fill me in what's going on how, how do how do people feel uh well yesterday everybody was happy because obviously shea weber returned but everybody feels like the defense is letting us down yeah yeah well he they, they are. are yeah they are um yeah it's a little tense but Everybody needs to relax. They yeah. need to realize that we were we're in for this roller coaster. We were expecting the roller coaster. So I think everybody just needs to chill out and let the Habs play. All right. That sounds good. Okay. So listen, today we're talking about current events, Habs news. Lizzie's returning to talk about the return of Shea Weber, the departure of Carl Alsner. Carl Alsner. Um, the lack of discipline lately. And we have Easy Bake Oven Hot Takes Review and New. And we got so much more, Gibby. But first, uh, let's take you to our sponsors. What if you could listen to what the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time was listening to as he gets focused for the biggest race of his life? What if you could hear what your favorite athlete was listening to while he was warming up catching balls in the end zone, or what that snowboarder was listening to while they were flying 150 feet through the air? What if you could listen to whatever anyone was listening to at the same point in time as them? What if I told you? Now you can. Sunspot app. 
Crap, Gibby, tell them about it. All right, Sunspot, connecting people with creators. Create a playlist, add tracks, share the link, listen to music at the exact same time as your friends. A silent disco for the World Wide Web. No ads, no fees, all yours. Sync, stream, share. share. I'm telling you, like I said, I, I've been away, so I haven't had time to set it up, but we do have the creator coming on to explain the new features. He's a busy man as well. He is it's a busy tough. man. He's, he's working on it. It's a brand new app, so yeah. if you open it right now and you don't see much, believe me, he's working very hard, and I'm telling you, this is going to be the next big thing. So yeah. get on it. So uh, now it's time for What Has Happened Since We've Been Gone. Since you've been gone. So NASA lands a drone on Mars. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but... Uh, oh, my Lord. You got to go check it out. Why? Man, the pictures are pretty cool. Yeah. They already they, uh, sent back their first photos. It's pretty cool. I mean, it looks like the movies. How long did it take to get the drone there? It's, I don't know. It must know. have taken a long time. That I don't know, okay. but uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just like desert land and stuff, but I just find it kind of cool. Like, you yeah, know, I, I find mean, space it's intriguing. pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm still in that uh, party of non-believer. I don't think men, man has ever been on the moon or space. I just don't. Okay. So I'm one of those guys, yeah. So you don't think that they landed a drone on No, Mars? no, the drone, I believe. Robots, yes. I just don't think a human's ever been in space. Yes, I maybe I'm in the minority here, but I just don't think. I think it was staged. I really do. Okay, so you don't think people are like in I space? I don't think Neil Armstrong and Buck, okay, whatever his name is. Hold on. <laughs> Landing on the moon and being Buzz in space Aldridge is a little or whatever. Different. What's his name? Buzz Aldrin? I don't know. Buzz Baldrin, whatever. Being on the being on the moon and being in space are two different things. No, I'm I'm just saying I don't think a man or woman or human has ever been on the moon. Okay, I that, don't. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. people That's, have gone to space and they died. Yeah. Like lots of people okay, went up there yeah, and died. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm on okay. the I'm on that side. I just okay. don't think. I just I just look at the previous missions and how bad they failed, and then finally they got there. I just felt like it was staged. But like I said, hey, we we can save this for another podcast. I'm in. Did they really come? Did they really land on the moon? Podcast yeah. featuring Lewis and Gibby, where we we compare the facts. I'm indifferent about it. Doesn't affect my life. So, I'm going to so have good. a poll on Twitter to see okay. who, how many people believe in it. Okay, and the, the flat earth as well. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm a round earther, <laughs> not a flat earther. Uh, Phil Mickelson defeats Tiger Woods in a playoff to win the match. Did yeah. you tune in at all? I did not. But yeah, me either. My donkey of the week, I will uh, connect with that <laughs> one. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Interesting stuff. Ooh. Chuck Liddell gets knocked out by Tito Ortiz in the trilogy, trilogy bout. This is stupid. Yeah. They shouldn't like, have even You know, fought. Chuck Liddell was going to be my donkey of the week, but I have other plans. Man, he's like 49. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, <sighs> like, so dumb. Nobody wanted to see this. You're just risking yourself. Like, you yeah. know you're going to get he knocked out. He got knocked out pretty bad. And Tito Ortiz, like... Is still in decent shape. Yeah. Like Chuck Liddell, bro, like you're way over the hill, bud. Yeah. Like you're way over the hill. Way over. Way over. Yeah. Um, Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson inks a one-year, $23 million contract with the Braves. Ooh. Yeah. I was surprised he got that much money, even though he's been injured for a while. Yeah, but it's one year. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. I feel like it's a... Prove it's, me contract. Yeah. He's betting on himself. Anthopolis, obviously, there's some sort, you know, there's there's some uh, a previous, relationship there. Previous Jays GM. So I mean, but then again, Anthopolis gave a shot to Bat- Bautista, didn't work. So I don't know. We'll see. It's only one year though, so it's not like they're committing long term to this. Yeah, so it could Good work deal. out. Baker Mayfield and the Browns get their first home win since 2015 and beat their ex coach, 
who moved to the rival Bengals. That was that was an awkward yeah, encounter. Yeah, did you see that? It was like, like Baker. awkward. Hey, Baker. What up, coach? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, awkward. he kind of chirped him, but he's like, yeah, man. He's like, how do you feel about that, though? Your coach going to, like, the rival team. It's a business, man. Get over it. I'm, I'm a strong th- guy about business. Yeah, the guy's got to live. And, I mean, obviously, a rival team like the Bengals is like, hey, come over here. You know, we got a job for you. Give us all your secrets. I want to know all the secrets. I want to know everything. I want to know what are all your secrets to the one in 15 <laughs> for the past 27 years. We need what? to know. How do they lose? Tell us. Just tell us everything you did so we won't do it. <laughs> do tell us everything so we do the opposite. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know, but whatever. Like, I know, obviously, it sounds stupid. Like, yeah, give us your secrets. Like, there I is get what any. you're saying, though. But yeah, like, you know, you always want the upper hand, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this might be it. Uh, Tom Brady says he if he if anybody were to play him he would want Mark Wahlberg to play him in a movie. Is Mark Wahlberg the right fit? How tall is Mark Wahlberg? Uh, if he's around his height, I think that's a perfect fit. I if think he's, he's not, shorter, he's shorter. Mark, Mark Marky Mark is not that tall. Yeah, he's probably like five nine. Yeah, you um, want me to check? I'll check yeah, right now. Yeah, you can check. Now I can think. Let me think of another person. Oh, tall, like what? Tom Brady's what? Maybe six two, six three. Uh, tall, handsome young man. Um. You know what? Mark Wahlberg is a pretty good fit. But but personality-wise, like, I just don't see... And somebody was talking about it today. They're like, he's 5'8". Yeah, so he's short. Mark yeah, Wahlberg is short. 5'8's not short. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty short. You're taller than 5'8". I'm 5'9". And a half. Uh, I'll so, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like Mark Wahlberg plays good, serious roles. Okay. You you think he plays well like roles? in a in a serious role? Uh, have you never seen? I think Matt Damon actually would be better. Matt Damon's a good one. Matt have Damon. You never, have you never seen uh, Invincible? Invincible? Yeah, I don't think so. Is that the right one? The one where he's an Eagles an Eagles player? I guess I know. I don't know. I didn't see that. Okay. Well, that was a good movie. Well, either way, I just don't take him serious. I just I feel okay. like he's better in like quirky comedies. Fair enough. I think Matt Damon would be perfect, actually. Actually, what do you think of uh, oh, what? Oh my! I always forget it. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that would work. He's got yeah, a nice there flow. You go. There you go. There it is. I just thought of it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg Popovich and Kawhi Leonard exchange blows in the press. So basically, Popovich comes out and says uh, that Kawhi is uh, not a, wasn't never a leader, right? And then. And then uh, Kawhi comes out and says this. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He just left. Okay. But uh, no, basically. <laughs> I thought you actually had a clip. I was like, uh. No. Uh, what he said, though, was Something that it's, it's, he, he literally said, like, if you know, it's crazy how people forget when you stop playing for them how much you really lead or something like that. Yeah, something, something like exchange. along those lines. In the end, I think that the proper thing I say when I hear it is this. <laughs> yeah, that uh, malfunctioned. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, Ron Hextall, man, got fired. Is no longer the GM of the Flyers. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Like, if you look at the Flyers on paper, they're actually a good squad. Mm-hmm. But they just always they can't find that goalie. That goalie, that goalie. Um, hey, maybe we can uh, mix in a deal with uh, Lindgren for a defenseman. Yeah. Give us uh, Provorov. Pro- yeah, Provorov, yeah, right. Or even, uh, what's that other kid's name? I have him on one of my Sangham? fantasy teams. No. Um, Ghost of Beer? Ghost. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, no way. Not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, better, I better do it myself since the clip yeah, is since terrible. Since it keeps crapping out. Guys, I just came back, so excuse me for the production malfunctions today. Pros I pros. have no internet in the house. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a disaster. It's a disaster. Right We're struggling. So bear with, bear with us. Bear with um, us. Brian Burke called the Hurricanes post-game celebration peewee garbage. How do you feel about it? We spoke about it uh, a couple podcasts ago, many, many moons ago. Um, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. It's, it's yeah, trash. Yeah, but they're bringing fans. And yeah, big deal. They're bringing fans. Yeah, because they need Carolina needs fans. That's They why. do. That's trash. Get it out of here. Anything that brings that the fans. garbage out of here. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm cool with so anything cool that brings with the fans. garbage? I'm fine with it. I mean, no. I don't. Fi- I don't. It's not crossing any borders. I think it's no, kind of funny. No, it's not funny. like offensive or anything. The kids probably enjoy trash. it, and I mean, it's a victory lap type thing, you know. Yeah, it's whatever. It's not my not my cup of tea. All right. Um, Antoine Roussel was fined five thousand for biting yeah, Mark Andre Vlasic pickles. Yeah, he bo- he bit his pickle. He thought <laughs> he, he was a pickle. That, yeah, thought he was a pickle. Oh, let me He's taste like, it. Oh, I'm I'm screwed now. <laughs> You're not actually a pickle you now. I'm screwed. You don't taste. <laughs> Why do we always do a southern? You don't accent taste like you people. sound, boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a go-to, right? Yeah, we're not. No trying offense to, offend to anybody. anybody. Yeah, yeah, we're not offending anybody. I hope not. Um, the Coyotes traded Dylan Strome and Brendan Perlini to Chicago for Nick Schmaltz. Yeah, and if uh, I saw someone retweet something about. Schmaltz, if Galchenia can't put it together this next yeah, game, yeah, controversy Schmaltz might be controversy going to surrounding Galchenia already. Yeah, we might so. have to move him to the wing. Yeah, Uh-oh. his offense is there, but once again, his center defense, the yeah. whole position. I've, from what I saw, I saw a lot of people complaining that he's been pretty bad lately. Yeah, his defensive game is weak. He probably found the party spot in Arizona, so yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Now that he found the go-to spot, he's done. You're never gonna get him back. Yeah, this is what happens. Ooh, blockbuster here! The Leafs <laughs> traded Andrew Nielsen to the Flames for Morgan Klimchuk. Why is this on the news? I don't know, man. I just <laughs> thought I had it. That's, who are those guys? Hey, we're Toronto-based, right? So let's. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. That's so trash. Morgan Klimchuk. Watch, watch. Next time we play the Leafs, freaking Klimchuk's gonna score, gonna score a goal for sure. Um, the story of uh, William Nylander. Updates and thoughts. You got any... Uh, you want to weigh in on this? I got some inside scoops. No, I'm kidding. Um, so apparently they're off by less than uh, 500K for the contract details. Um, my thoughts are... I actually want Willie Nylander to return because I have him stashed away in one of my fantasy pools. Oh, come on. Yeah. I really? Do. I do. I don't want him to come back. I want the Leafs to suffer. Well, it, they're they're not. And I want them to lose. Him. I want them to lose them for nothing. Okay. Well, they're not. He's not going to lose them. They won't lose them for nothing. No, they yeah, won't. If he sits, yeah, he'll just he'll just sit the rest of the season. That's yeah, it. and then they'll lose him next year for no, nothing. He'll be an RFA. He's still under their contract. Yeah, but then he'll be done after that, right? So he, I was reading into it. I thought I thought the same thing as you. Basically, what they would have to do would be they have to tender him again. Ooh, tenderize him. So if he doesn't, okay, this is. Talking if he doesn't All sign. All right, stats guy, let me know. Hear it. Okay, if he doesn't sign before December 1st, then he's done for the rest of this season. Done, yeah, he said. Even if they trade him, can't play. Yeah, he can't, he can't play. So next, next offseason, they have to tender him a qualifying offer. And then after that, that, he has until December 1st to sign again. 
So December 1st, 2019. If he doesn't sign then, that is when he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Mm. So he, they technically still have his rights for the right, next right. year. So basically, he might be a tender willy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time for some Habs news. All right, so Hab Center prospect Jake Evans, second in scoring in Laval with six goals, eight assists for 14 points total in 21 games. He's starting to get comfortable in the minors. I oh, think. that's good. Yeah, this yeah. guy that, uh, you know, seventh round pick, long shot guy, but he's doing well. Starting to heat up down there. He's Laval well. plays tonight. Make sure you tune into that. And yeah, I'm excited to see him. Maybe uh, we might see him down the road. Yeah. Uh, Nikita Sherbeck and Paul Byron are practicing with the team. Good yes, news. that's a great sign, man. Good news. I. Dude, I want to see Nikita. Play. We got to see. We got to see what he's got. Yeah, at this point, he got to be better than Delorier. Yeah. They think, probably skate the same. They just, without the body checks. I think Delorier is, um, Delorier is to Claude Julien with what DeHarnay was to uh, Mike Terry. Mike Terrien. Yeah. So that's what it is. Uh, big news here. Carl Alsner clears waivers and heads to Laval. He will make his debut tonight. Ooh, Carl. Yeah, I've seen a picture of him. He's uh, real happy. Yeah. He is now named Carl Lavalsner. <laughs> his agent has permission to talk to other teams. Okay, yeah. So I I saw that Carl Lavalsner. There's like a Alsner uh like Alzenheimer's I think yeah. is the Twitter account, pretty yeah. funny. So and he changed his name to Carl Lavalsner. <laughs> Hilarious. Very Hilarious. creative. Um, Habs players seen wrapping their hands like boxers and Kotka Niemi seen wearing an adult diaper in preparation for Shea Weber's return to the lineup. <laughs> yeah. He was, Did you hear that? Yeah. He said, I, I almost pants. beat my pants. <laughs> you should try it. <laughs> He's a beauty. Yeah, I love he that kid. He's a beauty. Um, Thomas Buchanan has signed a contract with Czech Extra Liga Club, HC Cometa Brno. <laughs> Uh, that's, All right, I'm going yeah, with that's, that. uh, you nailed it, bud. Yeah. You nailed it. Uh, Placanic will also play for his hometown HC Kladno in the second division. The team owner, the team is owned by Yermer Yager. Yermer, Yermer Yager. Yermer Yager. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Like how how he much gets it? Yeah. So in the Czech league, you're allowed to play for two teams. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but how do you like? What if he doesn't show up to practice? I stuff? know it's like. <laughs> Uh, coach, sorry, sorry, tonight I play for other team, not this team. Sorry, man. <laughs> that's not up. <laughs> I don't know, man. See, that's what I mean. We know how some of these people talk, but we still throw off terrible accents. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm supposed to have a song of the day. I can't mix it in. I got no internet, but I'm just going to play this in honor of uh, Shea Weber. Shea Weber, he's back, he's back, King, he's back. Rocket Sports Media. Be sure to visit allhabs.net to gain access to our podcasts and articles from all of our team members. Also, download the Sunspot app. Don't you want to know what the next hot app is going to be? Well, here it is. Download the Sunspot app. Create a room, invite your friends, and join the journey as this turns global. Sunspot.
connecting people with creators. Hello, welcome back, Lizzie. Hello, how is everybody doing? Good, we're one big happy family again. Yeah, we're back. Ah, It's so great when we're all together. Yeah. Virtually. (laughs) Um, So yeah, how you been? How's... uh, How you been? How was your week week off? (laughs) My week, everything's good. Every can't complain. I mean, other than the... Five game losing streak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every, everything else is good. At least we got a point somewhere in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, how how are you guys? We're good. We're good. Happy to have you back, and happy to podcast again. Because as you know, we took uh, last week off as well. You know, I'm I'm a little under the weather, but I'll power through. Early season vacation. We gotta, you know, get her done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's start on a happy note. The return of Shea Weber. You guys saw the game. How much impact did he have? Gibby. Okay. Um, Well, it was one game, so you can't really judge too much. But based off of that, I felt like with uh, yesterday, the defense looked a little bit more solidified, looked a little bit more confident back there. Um, I felt like the energy, the overall energy of the whole, the whole, like, arena was electric. Um, So I guess the... The team was the de- I guess the defense was kind of flowing off of that energy from the crowd. Um, I felt like they were a lot more physical than normal, even though they do hit a lot. But um, yeah, Weber looked like he he looked really good. He looked like he hasn't missed a step. Like he hasn't been gone for a year. Um, <laughs> he logged twenty five minutes and he had an apple. Yeah, so I he could have had like four apples. Yeah, like, but if guys couldn't hit the net, yeah, he honestly he looked really good, and I'm I was actually I was surprised. I thought he would take at least three to four games to like get back into full form, but he looked like he hasn't missed a step. He looked really good. Lizzie, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think I think a big part of it too is it's it's the team or how everyone feels around you. And I know there was like that clip from Kakaniemi that got a lot of airtime and asking him about like feeling Weber shot. And he said something like I'm, I peed in my pants or something. I think (laughs) like there's a lot of like that kind of, you know, morality thing and the players are how the players around you respond. And I think the fans too, it's a huge thing. I know it's all over Twitter. Twitter was going nuts. Like it really, that's a, that's a, a big impact as well, just kind of getting everyone's spirits up. And I know we didn't win the game, but I agree. I think that there was a different energy and we really should have won that game. And I, and I really say that and I really mean it, yeah. that that game we really deserve to win. And I think that, you know, again, everyone kind of looked a little more confident out there and was, was, I, I agree, playing the body a little more. Um, and I think the real big difference that I think we'll see is that Weber's going to eat a lot of minutes Mm -hmm. and I think that's going to make Petrie a lot more effective and that you're going to actually have a real second pairing um which I think and maybe okay it's one game but I think that will be a difference for our defense um because Petrie was just playing way too many minutes and just kind of having that you know that that number one guy 
Um, so yeah, I mean, again, one game, but where I really want to see the changes again, just kind of eating some minutes so we can have a real second line. And also, you know, again, the power play, we, we got to talk about that. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I thought he, I thought he, I thought he looked great. I thought he looked comfortable. You could see just the confidence behind the whole team. And like I said, it's just everybody starts falling back into into their spot. Like Jordy Ben belongs on the third pair. He should have yeah. never been on the first pair. I said that from the first day they moved him up that up into that spot. Should never be there. He he belongs on the third pair. Um, yeah, Petrie back in his role and. Jolson still needs to come back. So imagine yeah. Jolson in a, in a comfortable in a third pair role. Like uh, this defense could be a lot better. We could when everybody gets healthy, I can see this defense really getting better. And yeah, I mean Weber will eat up the minutes. I didn't expect him to play twenty five, but I, when you're in such a tight game like that, who else are you gonna lean on, right? Yeah. But he attempted a lot of shots. I mean, I think he was a little bit rusty still, right? With the shot, especially not yeah, the accuracy yeah, isn't there. It's not there yet, but I mean, for a guy who's missed that much time and a guy who allegedly is aging and old, yeah, he didn't look so bad <laughs> out there against a pretty good team too. Like Carolina, yeah. you know, is nothing to shake They're a stick at. They're good, a good team, good young team. So I was impressed, but obviously. I, I agree with you. We should have won that game, but we didn't. I'd like to see the result, but at the end of the day, I st- I'm optimistic going forward, especially having him back there. Yeah. Um. So, was Schlemko? Would you? What do you think about Schlemko? How did he look? Is he the right partner for him? Uh, I mean, at this point, I think until Riley can find his confidence back and get back to early season form, I think you kind of you just have to stick with Schlemko. Um, I mean, there's not really many left-handed D-men you can really roll with at this point. I don't like Mete. I, f- I don't like Mete at this point. I feel like his confidence is kind of dwindling there, and he, he looks a little rough at times. He's making a lot of mental errors, and he is still young, so that's going to happen. I don't like Ben. I think Ben's the next Alsner under my books, um, <laughs> so don't roll with him. Uh, honestly, perhaps eventually... Riley will come in. Hopefully he does find his confidence back. But for now, I feel like with what we're playing with, Schlemko is the guy. He made Schlemko look like a stud. Not, not yeah. a stud, but he made him look yeah, which half is, decent. You need, you <laughs> I was going to say stud. Yeah, you need, you need a guy like Weber to make Schlemko look like a good player. Like he, yeah. he, can't, he's not, he can't be the best guy on, that, on the pairing. He needs yeah. someone better. So, yeah. What did you think, Lizzie? Uh, I, I th- I'd rather see Riley there. Um, I agree. I thought Shumko looked okay. Um, but I think that, you know, you talk about him finding his confidence. I think that that's one way to do it. Um, because I think Weber will make anyone around him better. And I think that we saw a lot of, um, really good looks from Riley and I, I believe that it's there. So I personally would like to see Riley play with Weber. Um, but I also think that it's pretty sad that this point we still don't have um someone for Weber to really play with I think that's Bergevin he needs to get on that like now yeah yeah um listen I think I I'm I think I'm one of the only people who I don't know why Riley's sitting I listen he's made mistakes but the whole defense has made mistakes I would I don't see why he's out of the lineup. Just for his upside alone, he should be in the lineup. I think he's been better than Mete. I think he's been better than Schlemko. I just don't see why he's out of the lineup. He should be in this lineup every single day. 
even if he's in a third-pairing role. I, I don't know why he's sitting. That's me. I don't know if you guys agree with that. I completely agree. But I th- as for, listen, as for Schlemko, though, I understand why they're going to put a guy like Schlemko with Weber in the beginning. Because Schlemko is a veteran. He's got experience. He's, he's you know, the guy is the most experienced guy on that side. And it makes sense to put a guy like that who's a little more steady to, to start with Weber. Yeah, you don't want ease. Weber having to overcompensate with these young guys who make a lot of mistakes. We don't want him, to, and we don't want to make him look bad. We don't want to put him in that situation. Yeah. Right? We don't want to have him, you know, picking up the pieces for these young guys. I think Schlemko is the safest option. I don't, I'm not saying it's the best option. It's just the safest right now. Let him get his feet wet. Let him get better. Let him get comfortable. Maybe a couple weeks or even five, six games. Then I think, you know, he is the top pair. So eventually, you're going to need a guy who creates offense to, to, to play with him. I think right now they're, they're going to stick with Schlemko just because he's a safer, more shutdown option. That, that uh, pairing will be more of a shutdown pairing. But eventually, I think a guy like Mete or a guy like Riley is going to need to play with him, somebody who, who can move that puck. But for now, I think it's, it's safe. Yeah, it's a safe, safe, safe move. Um, so another guy, one guy returned and one guy <laughs> departed. The story of Carl Alsner. Give me the story of Carl Alsner. Give me your version of the story. All right. Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, he never played well. Well, he, he had his games. He had his ups and downs, but more so downs. Um, hell, we even made uh, Alsner Island. That's how <laughs> bad he was playing. Um, he didn't play up to what his contract showed. Like the guy was making, I think four point five mil. That's and what we were getting. Honestly, it was like a one mil guy. So I felt like he never adjusted to our system. He's too slow for our system, which is like the the four checking, fast paced, offensive team. Um, I don't know, Alsner. I feel like he he just he was. Sh- I felt like Alsner was sheltered in Washington. On a very good defensive Washington yeah, team, John Carlson. Yeah, <laughs> so I felt like his his def, his defensive corp in that in Washington really helped him get the contract. So they he should be donating like ten percent of that to Carlson and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't entirely blame Bergerman for the move. It was a bad move, but I don't blame him because if you look at it, we needed a left-handed D man at the time. We still do, still searching, um, and at that time the market, the free agent, free agency pool was weak. It wasn't that good, so I don't really entirely blame Bergevin, and I like that he righted his wrong. Yeah, Lizzie, what do you think? I wish I knew what the actual story was, or if there even is a story, because it just seems like right from the beginning it just never worked, and I don't think there's one. Thing to pinpoint or one reason. I don't really know what it was for him. Um, I just don't think it fit. He never really found a pairing. He never really found a groove. Um, I agree. I think there was a little bit of a issue with how he fit in the system. Um, to be honest, I kind of feel bad for the guy. I think he's taken quite a beating um, from the fans and just in general. I, I think that it's, it's definitely got to take a a hit on him, um, playing in the minors, 
must be a tough one to swallow. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I really wish I had the answer to that because on theoretically it should have worked to some degree and it just didn't work at all. So it's a tough one, but I agree also. I'm happy Bergevin's kind of admitting, hey, yeah, I kind of made a $4.5 million mistake and we need to get out of it. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Like, and the thing is too, is with Carl, like, okay, you're right. What Gibby said, he was insulated over there. He played with John Carlson. As soon as he left, they win the cup. John Carlson has a stud season, so he doesn't have to carry Alsner on his back no more. I mean, obviously they didn't do, they went by reputation. They didn't do their research on this player. It was a clear mistake. He already knew probably he was losing Markov at that point. I think it was a panic type move. Yeah. Right? He overpaid big time. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it just, it just, it's not, he's not suited for this style of hockey anymore and this team. Maybe he could still play in the NHL on maybe a third pairing, but I think he needs to go out to the West Coast. I said it from day one. I think that he's suited more for that style, a little more grinding style. But the league, where the league is trending, it's it's not in favor of Carl Alsner right now, so I wish him the best. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a it was a terrible story. Sorry, not sorry. Um, now, do you think this was the right <laughs> decision, though? Is this the right decision to send him down? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the right decision. Um, I honestly, I still think. <clears throat> I think as you were talking about it. You said that his agent uh, is free to talk to other teams. Yeah. So yeah. perhaps we still trade him, retain half his salary. I mean. At this point, anything is possible. I would love to trade him. Um, 2.25 mil or 2.75, whatever the math is. I'm not a mathematician here. Um, whatever You're a stats guy. I'm a stats guy, <laughs> not a math guy. Um, Same thing. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, so, I mean, 2.75 isn't terrible. Or one. I don't remember what it is. I don't know the math here. Whatever. Uh, 2.25. That's the math. There it is. Now it is. Um yeah, I don't know. He's not a, he wouldn't be terrible at 2.25. He would be okay there. Uh, 4.5 is obviously too much. So we need to retain some salary if anybody's going to bite on him. Yeah. Lizzie? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm good with retaining some of the salary. I kind of hope they find a home for him. I don't think his NHL days are over. I think there's probably a team for him. Um, and I agree. I think he, you know, second, third line pairing, maybe on a little bit of a different style team. He could probably find his groove again. Um, I don't know. I hear William Nylander is available. So <laughs> Nylander wonder. for Alsner straight up. Yeah, like add in some picks and call it a day. But, yeah, I think we're going to have to retain some of the salary. I'm good with that. I hope they can um, bring somebody else. Yeah. To play with Weber. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I think it is the right decision. The way Kulak has been playing too. He looks good. He looks really good. Yeah. He's got NHL experience. I mean, he just looks like the type of guy you want in today's NHL. It, w- it was a tough decision. I'm surprised they did it, but it is the right decision. I'm um, shocked. Yeah, I was I shocked too. I, I was shocked. It. I really hope he finds a home, I do, for the guy. He's a nice guy. He stayed positive through all of this. Um I really do. I hope he finds a home. And, and I, is this where the story ends, though, for Carl Alsner with the Canadians? Yeah. I don't, think, yeah. I don't, I don't see him getting called up again. Um, and I think in the NHL, I think he, he might have a one-year deal 
left in him, like a prove me deal type thing. And then if that doesn't pan out, I think he's done. But I think he he has potential to play in the NHL still. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, like we've spoken about before, there there was potential. Maybe the right player is right fit. Um, yeah, I think this is probably it for him as a hab. I'm sure it's, like I said, a tough one for him to take. And I know a lot of these guys, it's a pride thing and it can't be a very good feeling. So yeah, I hope, I hope they just find a place for him and, and we can get something out of it. Even if, you know, we're taking some of the salary, if we can get something, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think his NHL career ends here. I too, I think, I don't know if it's over yet. If nobody bites, maybe he gets called up again. If there's injuries, he's a depth guy. He, he's, an experienced guy, maybe, maybe. I don't know if it ends here. I can't say for sure that it ends here. But um, like I said, I'm just going to say I hope he finds a home. I, I really do. I don't want to see him come back. I think it's time for us to trend a different way. I think this was the right decision. I don't mind eating salary to get rid of him. But, um, yeah, just wish him the best. Carl. Carl. Now, bye, Carl. Yeah, bye, Carl. Uh, <laughs> switching gears here. So discipline is con- has continued to be an issue with this team. Now, do you think that this is something that needs to be fixed immediately, or do you like the fight back from these young Habs? Um, I'm all for the fight back, but I, I really do think that it needs to be fixed. And it also it stems from, like you said, from these young Habs. They're young. They're going to make some mistakes with disciplinary backs. I don't know what the word I'm looking for, <laughs> but it's, 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 it needs to be fixed. Um, and honestly, if we continue this way and we actually make it to playoffs, I think we're going to be four and out right away. Um, playoffs is where special teams can burn you or win you games. If we continue to play the way that we're playing with our power play and the way our power play is going, the way our penalty is going, penalty kills are going sorry we're gonna get burned hard and I think it needs to be fixed ASAP because I think we're gonna be trending and we're trending in the right direction and I feel like we're gonna be in the playoffs just squeaking in like we've spoke about before so I think prior to playoffs like much prior to playoffs we need to fix that like tomorrow yeah like like, like yesterday man yeah yeah Lizzie what do you think um I look, there's one thing that drives me nuts about the, this whole discipline thing. I'm okay with the fight back. Someone gives you a cheap shot. I don't care about that. The thing that drives me literally nuts is the stupid, is that a bad word? I don't know. The, no, no not okay. stupid. Okay. The stupid <laughs> penalties that they like the poor positioning, the slashes, the hooks, the tripping, that is pure laziness it's yeah, the lazy because you're out of position it's because you realize that if you don't do something you're going to get scored on because you're out of position or you made a bad play or you coughed up the puck that kind of stuff i think there's no excuses for and it happens way too often i know they're young but it, again those are things that are going to burn you in every game and there's no excuse for it if you're playing your position and you're doing your job you shouldn't need to take so many slashing hooking tripping whatever other Again, stupid penalties we're taking. I'm okay if you, you know, somebody comes down on you, whatever you want to go after him. I'm okay, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm for that. I think it builds character. I think it, you know, builds 
teamwork and whatever. But again, I, it drives me nuts. These silly penalties. Also, if you're going to slash someone or high stick them, don't make them bleed. I don't yeah, know why so, you have to yeah, make them don't, bleed. Don't cross check somebody in the nose. <laughs> right. Like be, be smarter. That's all I'm saying. Be smarter about it and know when, what time of the game you're doing it too. Right. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can I go off on a little bit of a tangent here? I think that bloody thing is such a stupid penalty. It's so, it is. Because, okay, if I'm not saying like... I would wear blood packs <laughs> like wrestling. Like, I swear. No, like, but like... <laughs> you're going to start seeing People, people are different. If, if someone were to punch yeah. you, Lewis, you might bleed. If someone were to punch me, I might not bleed. You know what I mean? It's, it's different. You know what I mean? So I think that whole... Yeah, like everybody has like, yeah, hold that, everybody that has different skin. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, it's like, the same as if you hit someone in the head and they get a concussion versus they don't. There's exactly, no, exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's like an intangible thing that I don't like. Right. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think that the, like the okay, I do like to fight back too. I don't want to be pushed over. I know this team is they're small, but they don't play small. But this is a young team. They need to smarten up. Like, it's, you're taking penalties at the wrong times. You're costing, they cost themselves like two games yeah. because of yeah. bad penalties late. So it needs to change. Like, I, if, if we're going to be that team that just never fights, I would prefer that than losing games late in the games. Yeah. Like, you just can't do it. You can't do it. It's untimely. Uh, penalties and they need to fix it. I would sit all of them and they would be in detention. Give them all a those stern youngsters talking. in detention after the game. My office. Let's go with the paddle. Yeah, like seriously, kids, smarten up here. And, I and think then it, the other thing, sorry, I think, I think that uh, Papa Shea has to <laughs> start spanking some kids here and saying, "Boys, no penalties late. Anybody who gets a penalty late in the game gets a spanking. Gets a spanking from Papa Shea." And that's what I'm saying. What were you saying? I was just going to say, and the other thing, too, if you're going to take a stupid penalty or whatever, take a lot of penalties, you better score when you get a power play because that's yeah. how that's where you come back and say, okay, it wasn't for nothing, you know? Like, if you're going to go 0-5 on a power play in the game, then, no, you can't take a penalty. You've lost your right. Yeah. So, yeah. Smart enough. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, I don't even want to talk. I'm not. We're not going to talk about the power play. We're not going. I don't want to stress myself out. I just got back <laughs> from vacation. Okay, I want to <laughs> hold on. I want to ask Lizzie. Lizzie, what do you think the Habs power play is ranked in the in the <laughs> in the league? I looked it up and I'm. I want zero to bottom. Like like the last thirtieth. No? Yeah, they're thirtieth, second last. Who's who's Second below them? Someone worse. Uh, <laughs> who's worse? Uh, I think it was Vegas. I can't remember. No way. Yeah, man. Yeah, Vegas. I can believe that. You mean Max Pacioretty hasn't scored? Hey, he's heating up. A little bit. Yeah. Or sizzling up. Did you see his agent <laughs> tweeting, Max Pacioretty has seven points in the last game? Yeah. <laughs> so annoying, that guy. I know, right? So annoying. stand him. Um, okay, so Mark Bergevin. He's under the microscope again. This is Lizzie's favorite guy. Um <laughs> What does Mark Bergevin have to do to gain full confidence from this fan base again, Gibby? Um, I feel like the Carl Alsner move is the first step. Um, he's showing that he was wrong in the contract. And I feel like that move alone, it shows me that he's able to finally put his ego aside, try and steer in the right path, in the right direction. Um... But I feel like now he really, in order to gain the full confidence from the from the fan base, I feel like now he needs the next move up, is getting that uh, that young stud left-handed D-man, 
not young as in like 20 years old, but middle-aged <clears> guy. Um, I've, I think package something in the off season uh, and try to get that. But if that won't come cheap, probably. So what I'm thinking is the free agency pool. I took a look at the free agency pool upcoming in 2019. And there's actually a couple decent guys that are intriguing to me um, with the likes of Jake Gardner, Lucas. No Visa. way. No, no I'm Jake telling, Gardner. Man, I'm telling you, he's, he's freaking Carl Alsner. No, he's not. 2.0. <laughs> no, he's not. He's uh, I'm telling you, you see him in the playoffs last year, man. Did you see the Leafs defense, though? If you have him, Jake pair, Gardner, no chance. That's fine. If that's your opinion. My opinion is if you have him with a guy like Petrie or with Weber, I'm telling you, he'll be good. My next guy is Lucas Biza, another solid guy. It's the Biza. Um, and then Michael Delzato. Those are the three guys that I really like that were around the 27 to 29 years old um, that are solid. Um, but Where does Delzato play now, Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah, remember no. he took yeah. that late penalty against us and yeah, won yeah, the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then if you're looking into the older veteran guys, which I'd steer away from, but uh, the options are obviously still there. Uh, Jay Bomeister. Carl, oh, that guy's old as time. Which is what I just said. Carl, Carl Gunnarsson. Um, Another Carl? Gunnarsson? No. Yeah. He still plays... No more Carl. He still plays hockey? Carl Gunnarsson? Yeah. You're thinking Gunnarsson. Of, no, you're thinking of the other guy. Maybe. No, he played for the Leafs, Carl Gunnarsson. No. Yeah, he did. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Carl no, Gunnarsson. The guy on St. Louis? Yeah, he played for the Leafs. I don't know if that was the Gunnarsson, but yeah, I think so. And then Alex Edler is the other guy. So there's a couple decent older guys, but again, they're 32 plus years old. So I would stay away from them. So those are my three guys that I'd be chasing in the in the free agency pool is Jake Gardner. So, but Lucas your an, your answer is he needs to find a left-handed. Defenseman. That's that's his that's his main goal in the offseason. And that's gonna earn the confidence of. Yeah. Well, what else do you really have to do? What else does he really have to do? He has he has the centers. He's filled that role. He's got a lot of depth on the center position now. Um, we have right hand, right handed D's are locked up. We got yeah, Weber, pretty good, yeah. Petrie, Jolson. Learn out, <laughs> yeah, learn out, man. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's trash. All right, Lizzie, what do you think? Because the, the real one, like the, we want to hear what Lizzie's got to say because she's the one who's very critical of Mark. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, if you're gonna ask me what he has to do, he has to win me Stanley Cup. Is not the obvious answer? I don't know, but <laughs> damn. Yeah, like, uh, to me, look, I'll say this. I agree. I think he's done some things as of late that I, I'm i I'm coming around. I, I, I respect it. I like that he's acknowledging mistakes. Again, I can only imagine it's probably hard to go to your boss and say, Mr. Boss, I've made a $4.5 million mistake. Please help me. Like, that's probably not an easy thing to do. He's a big ego guy. So I give it to him. Um, I agree. I think he's brought us some, you know, decent centers I'm liking. Um, so, so there is a plus side. My thing with Bergevin, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of other fans who probably feel the same. I just think these guys have a shelf life. It's nothing against him. I just think it's sad to say, but it's true. We speak, we just got in Philadelphia, which was really shocking, but I just think when you, you're when he's kind of on the spot with these different plans and directions he's going, it makes me nervous. I don't know if I fully trust him. I think I'm starting to trust him a little more. I think obviously if he can go out and get, you know, somebody for Weber to play with, I'd be really impressed and I'd be really happy about that. Will I ever fully trust that he's our guy? I don't know if I could say that. Um, but you know, I try to be fair and I try to give credit where it's due. But again, until I feel that 
we have a team that can go out there and compete for a Stanley Cup. Like I have to look at the guy who's putting the team on the ice and then go from there. And it's unfortunate, but he's going to be under the microscope every time. And that's what it is to be a GM, especially in Montreal. And as I said, I think that these people just have shelf life. They change the coach. Coach seems to be doing well. Um, so yeah, if, if, it, if it keeps failing, then he has to be the next thing to go. And I, that's just how it works. And the, it's a business, right? So Sorry, I know. Yeah, no, I it's think the way she goes. Like, you know, I, I said it last year. I said I think he needed to have a good summer. He had a good summer. I think he had a really strong summer. That was step one. Thought he had a really good draft. That was step two. Um, yeah, I think the missing piece here is a left-handed defenseman to play with Jay Weber. Obviously, that's not gonna be easy to get. That's not gonna be easy to get. And I think at this point right now, he's gotta stay the course. I don't mind, like, I know that these guys have a shelf life. That has always been the case for a lot of people. You Just like you said, Philly, you know, Haxtell, uh, Ron Haxtell was doing what he was building for the future. But I think that the way the NHL is today, you, you're seeing teams turn it around faster. Look at this year, Montreal, uh, Ottawa's, Vancouver's, teams who were not supposed to be good uh, turned it around so fast. So I think that owners are starting to look at this and say, listen, if you can't make my team competitive fast enough or faster, you've had a little bit of time and they're still not competitive. I think that you're going to start to see guys go. So I think right now what we see from the Habs is ahead of where they should be. And I think as long as he stays the course, doesn't sell the future, doesn't make any questionable trades, you know, like a one for one type deal again, I think he's okay. I just, I just, well, I don't I, see I, where all the hate is coming from. I think he had a fantastic <laughs> summer. Like, look at what he did this summer. He picked up Domi. He, look at what he got for Pacioretty. I mean, those are two solid deals. He's making. He's yeah. making the. He's making, the unpopular trades. People didn't want to see PK Subban go. Yeah, but the fact that people didn't want to see Sergachev go because there was so much hype around him. Like He's that's, making a, the, that's the one trade. I, if I probably had a do over right now. I think I would do it over. I wouldn't. I think I. Would. I honestly wouldn't. I think I, I would. Sergachev hasn't. If, I would. Sergachev hasn't impressed me that much. I. But I. He would probably be the perfect uh, partner for Weber. Well, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying there. Now. I'm just saying, like, I. I'm not mad at it, but I'm saying if if I had a chance to go back in time, then that's probably one that I would re. That was. That's one that I'd read. Yeah, you can. You can definitely argue that one for but sure. But I'm not gonna say they lost that trade yet. I still like Drew N as a player. But I just feel like you look at what's missing. I would on this team. I could take Drew N out of the lineup and put Sergachev in. I think that it makes them a better team. That's yeah. my opinion. He didn't have to make that trade. That was the problem. That yeah. was that was probably the problem. Well, he did because yeah. he needed a center and he thought Drew N was gonna be the guy. Hey, uh, I'm gonna make a trade for I'm gonna trade my top D man prospect for a guy that might be a center no that wasn't it anyway i just like i said i'm not one of the guys i've always been fair with mark bergevin i think right now he's doing okay i just hope he doesn't do anything too crazy i think he's finally realized yeah and the other thing like look i look at a team like toronto look what lou lamorello did in toronto and they still got rid of him you know like he so so when i look at other teams around the league but i think that are, was like a mutual thing i think he was yeah that was like a, okay guys i i did everything you guys wanted no mm, let me go build another I team i don't know how mutual it was but, but whatever we'll never know but all the i'm gu- saying listen, is the i guy, agree i think the guys had a vote the who are 
I said the, yeah. the, the team had a vote. They're like, listen, man, we need to grow a beard. Get this guy out of here. And that's why they got rid of Lou. Sorry for cutting off. The Go point ahead. is, is that teams are wanting to get competitive fast. People are wanting to wait around 10 years to see their team be good again. And things yeah. are moving quickly and talent is coming more frequently. So, you know, we're kind of living and dying by this guy and I just don't want to die by him. Yeah, that's fair. And like I said, I feel like I think the, the, the way the team has been playing so far, I think has helped him. But yeah, I do agree with you. I think that he needs to stay competitive while retooling because he didn't commit to a full rebuild. So this team needs to stay competitive. But also there has to be signs of us getting better. And I think right now there is. You got some guys in the pipeline. You got those Josh Brooks. You got those Nick Suzuki's. You got those Ryan Palings. It's not all bad. But yeah. my issue is we don't have very many young left-handed. left-handed well, prospects. we have Olaf Gustafsson. <laughs> Gustav Olafsson. Yeah, he'll but, be back. Yeah, I mean, he's got worse shoulder. He's got worse shoulders than Austin Matthews. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna do something called twenty-second answer time. So basically, Real you guys original. have a maximum of twenty seconds to answer these short questions. So basically, you don't have to use a full 20 seconds. Just tell me when you're done. But if you exceed the 20 seconds, you'll hear the buzzer and I'll cut you off. Okay, so, so we'll who's start going? with you, Gibby. Gibby or Lizzie? Gibby. Start with Lizzie. Lizzie, you want to start? Sure. Okay, I'll start with you. So the question is, have the Habs run out of piss and vinegar and will losing become a norm? No, um, I think it was a a lot, a few tough losses, but I think we'll get it back together. Um, you know, just some emotional barriers. We got to get over them. Rough, rough losses, but we'll be back. I'm confident. Okay, Gibby. No, they haven't run out of piss and vinegar. What's happening is basically we're what we all expected, the roller coaster. We're going to have ups, we're going to have downs, things are going to happen, but you got to remember they're a young team. You got to just stick with what we have. Don't make a panic move. Just make sure the ship sails to the right direction. Okay. Next one. Lizzie, should Victor Mete be sent down to the AHL? No, I think that... It's exactly what we said. These are young guys. They're going to make mistakes. And if we're penalizing people and sending them down and always taking them out of the role for, you know, small errors, then we're doing the exact same thing we've been doing for the last 10 years. So we need to be encouraging our young guys, supporting them. And I think Victor Time's Mete, up. Time's up, Gibby. Cut off. Should Victor Mete stupid game. go down <laughs> to the hard. AHL? Um, I don't think he should go down to the AHL. I think he needs to... I think right now his the issue is we don't have very many left-handed D-men, so we're exposing him to more minutes, similar to what happened with Jake Gardner. Yeah, I went there again. But um, I, I don't think... I think he's a third pairing. He's a third pairing team man. No, he's a third pairing team man. I love hearing you guys speed up. To t- you guys are really trying to speak fast. I think that was more than 20 seconds. Just saying. Um, okay. Why are you hating? Next we're on, we're on the same team here, Lizzie. Next one, Lizzie. Should Kotka Niemi switch with Dano? Yes. I've said this from the beginning. I think they need to move him up. Let him play with some better talent. 
I think he can handle it. Um, I think Deneau is an amazing third-line, second-line centerman. I don't think he's a first-line centerman, and I think we saw that last night. He scored a goal. He looked really good when they moved him down. Love the guy. Okay, time's up. Gibby. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Gibby. Okay. Um, I don't think they should switch him, but I do think you should – Mix in a couple shifts with Deno's line. So kind of switch him, but not fully make the switch. See how he does with that with the line. And then if he does well and if he performs well, then you make the switch. Give him a little test run. Under 20 seconds. Boom. Great job. Thanks, man. Great job. Now give me learning. Give me adapting. No, I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. Lizzie is at a bit of a disadvantage because I get to hear the question. So in the twenty in the twenty seconds, I think of a little something. Yeah, that's why. Okay, now we're gonna no we're gonna I'm defending you. Don't try to chirp me. What the hell? We're gonna switch it up now. We're gonna make Gibby go first for the last two. There you go. That's okay. Fine. All right, hold on. I was defending you, man. Hold on. Okay, Lizzie. So let me just set up here. Okay, you ready for the next one? It's me now, right? Oh, yeah, you're going first. Keep okay, it, so. let's hear it. All right, here we go. So does Mike Riley belong in the lineup? Yes, he does. He does belong in the lineup. But I think everybody has been in the, ra- in, in the press box, so I feel like now is his time. Let him regain his confidence back, and he will be the number one D-man with Shea Weber. Number one? Sorry, the number one pairing with Shea Weber. I got 20 seconds, so my fine. I'm firing. Lizzie, does Mike Riley belong in the lineup? Yeah, I agree. I think he belongs in the lineup. I don't know what he's going to do for us in the press box. He's shown a lot of talent. There's absolutely no reason for it. I agree. Put him out there with Weber. Let's see what he can do. Boom. Done. <laughs> okay, Gibby. Right. Last one here. Have Augustino and Shapu pushed ahead of Pekka on the depth chart? Um. I wouldn't say just Pekka. I would say once everybody, once, once, um, oh man, this is bad. Who, who just got injured? Oh, I screwed up. This is bad. 20 Armia? seconds. I'm done. Armia. Once Armia comes back, I think, uh, Delorier is out of the lineup. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Delorier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? I said, sh- I said Pekka. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> all right, those let, two. Let Lizzie push her first. Lizzie. No. Hit it. Wait, can we have the question again? <laughs> okay. Are you going to read you on okay. the question? Okay, have, Agu- have Augustino and Chapu pushed ahead of the likes of Pekka on the depth chart? Um, I think they're all pretty in the same. I put them all in the same category. I really like Augustino, actually. Um, I think I'd probably rather see him there. Um, but I like Pekka too. I don't know. Too early to say. I'll, I'll, um, that's my answer. I don't know. Yet. So your answer is Fair too enough. early to say. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Fair. All right. Great job, guys. Well, great well, job. Uh, okay. So twenty second answer. Time. So to my to my last <laughs> point here, um, when I said Delorier, I was saying I think they pushed Delorier more so out of the lineup. So once Armia comes back, yeah. everything. Delorier moves ain't down. going nowhere. If he hasn't gone anywhere yet, he ain't going nowhere. The guy has a leash that's like. The longest leash I've ever seen. I don't know. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Okay. So now you know what time it is. Now give it. What time is it, Lewis? Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports Picked Weekly by us. All right. How did we do? Well, you and I did absolutely trash. So we went 0-2. Yeah, we went 0-2. <laughs> but Lizzie, how did she do? Lizzie went 1-2. 
or one and one, sorry, one and one. Um, so, so am uh, I still winning? Yeah, I'm gonna get to that, Lizzie. Patience, oh, patience. Sorry, I I got very competitive. <laughs> we get it. You're winning. Okay, we get it. <laughs> I'm competitive. Um, okay, so I got the New Jersey Philadelphia game wrong. I picked Philly three one. They ended up losing three nothing. Uh, my Buffalo Minnesota pick. I took Minnesota three nothing. They ended up losing three two. Um, Lewis's Vegas St. Louis game. He took Vegas four two. They ended up losing four one. New Jersey Detroit. Lewis took New Jersey 5-3. They ended up losing 3-2. Come on, Detroit, man. Yeah. So Ow. Edmonton, Calgary, uh, Lizzie's picks. And she took Edmonton 5-2. She was wrong. She got the Edmonton lost 4-2. The Ottawa-Pittsburgh game, she took Ottawa 3-2. They ended up winning 6-4. So pretty good. All right. What do you got this week? Uh, for my new picks, I got New York. It, this is the Thursday game. I got New York Islanders versus Boston. I'm taking Boston 3-2. Uh, and then the, my Saturday game, I got San Jose versus Ottawa. The return of Carl... Wait. Eric Carlson. Jesus. <laughs> Carl Alter? So much, so much <laughs> Carl in this, in this podcast. Carl Gunnarsson? Eric Carlson. I got San Jose 4-1. Carlson has a goal and an assist. You heard it here first. All right. Lizzie. Uh, okay, I'm going to take on that Saturday game. I'm going to take the Fed, and I will take them. I'm, I'm riding hot on my Ottawa pick, so I'll take them five to three. And then I will also take on the Saturday, I will take, did I take the Oilers last time? Yeah. I'm going to take the Preds four two. P.K. Subban and the Preds, huh? Who are they playing? The Blackhawks, sorry. Okay. No, no problem. Wow, easy pick again. <laughs> you know what? A lot, of, a lot of haters, but I'm still winning. So. All right, so listen. I'm taking... No one said you guys couldn't make easy picks. No one said that was a rule. <laughs> We're in your head. Look at that. We're in your head. Yeah, She's yeah. getting rattled. We're in her head. We're doing terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the Friday game, Calgary to beat L.A. 4-3. Okay. And then I'm taking a Sunday game, Colorado to beat Detroit 5-2. Detroit, I swear to God, if Detroit wins again, <laughs> I... Uh, That's a pretty easy pick. Yeah, they're going to win. Jacob right. Delarose will score in that game. Wow. You got, you got Calgary For an who? extra point. What was the score for Calgary, sorry? 4-3 against LA. Okay, Friday. fair enough. Friday and a Sunday Two game. easy pick. Don't talk about easy picks. Look that, at your, nothing is easy man. in the NHL. Colorado versus True. Detroit. Nothing is easy in the NHL. Calgary versus the last place team in the league. Nothing is easy in the NHL. You've seen Detroit burn me before. Yeah, let's... Whatever. I know who's making... I see what you guys are doing here. This is... I gotta bounce back, man. I just went 0-2. Whatever. I'm sick of you guys. All right. <laughs> okay, Lizzie. Thanks again, and uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Enjoy your week off. See you later. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Take care. Have a Listen is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, 
Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a rocket power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at rocketsportsmedia.com. And we're back. Back at it again. It's Lewis and Gibeon Friends. And that song is Lewis's favorite song of all time. Oh, yeah, my favorite. I just love it so it's the best. much. So, Gibby, tell me something. What is your favorite snack to eat while you podcast? Popcorn. Popcorn. Really? Yeah. And actually, tell me more. Sizzle Popcorn in Montreal offers mo- mobile popcorn station services with full service. Their popcorn is made vegan and is absolutely delicious. Their stations are super fun, come with a six shaker, flavors including all dressed and cheddar ketchup. Their service will definitely sizzle up any event. Check them out at www.sizzlepopcorn.com. Also, follow them on Twitter at Sizzle Popcorn. Yeah. I think that's their Twitter. Let me just confirm that. I don't want to butcher this read. It's our new sponsor. But yeah, that's so. our new sponsor, Sizzle yeah. Popcorn. They serve in popcorn to Montreal. They just came to social media. Yeah. So uh, give them a... Yeah, it's actually at Sizzle Popcorn, exactly spelled like that. S-I-Z-Z-L-E, popcorn, at Sizzle Popcorn. Tell your friends, follow them, and if you have any parties or events or anything like that, boom. There you go. Yeah, and if you're, in, if you're in Montreal, Google them, give them a try, and try out some popcorn, because it's delicious. It is. Um, so now it's time for the Goat and Donkey of the Week. Who's it going to be, Gibby? All right, so my Goat of the Week is Patrick Lane. Uh, the man scored five goals against St. Louis this past weekend. That right there alone is pretty goat. But this man is playing mind games with me, I tell you, Lewis. He's sending a message to Gibby. <laughs> okay? In one of my leagues, I traded him to my buddy, and we matched, me and my buddy ended up matching up this week, this past week. Patrick Lane scores the five, but for that week, he scored 11 goals against me in fantasy. Wow. Okay. What are the chances of all weeks he goes off and it's against me? It's when you traded him, man. It's out of spite. It's out of spite. <sighs> Pretty goat message, which I received, Patrick, loud and clear. You still have a terrible Billy Goat beard, but <laughs> you had a great week, so hey, it's you're my goat. <laughs> my goat of the week. It's a little bit different. It's the city of Buffalo. Pardon? That's my goat of the week. The city of <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah. You heard me right. The Sabres, man, they finally look like they turned the page. They sit atop the Eastern Conference and the Buffalo Bills. The quarterback, Josh Allen, returns and shuts up Jalen Ramsey and defeats the Jaguars. Uh, Ramsey was quoted saying Josh Allen was trash before the season. Well, the youngster didn't shy away from throwing at him and showcasing his running ability. He led the Bills to a 24-21 victory over the Jaguars. Hoorah. The Bills also announced renovation plans to New Era Field. I mean, 
Good times in Buffalo right now. Good times. Yeah. So they are my goat of the week. <laughs> donkey time. Donkey. My donkey is Beach Bleach. Oh, my goodness. Bleacher Report Live, who made the Phil Mickelson versus Tiger Woods match free due to technical issues with their pay-per-view stream. Whoa. The cost of the pay-per-view was $19.99, and due to technical issues... Pardon? So due to technical issues, an error <laughs> message showed to all viewers who purchased the match, which is a pretty big matchup in golf, if you really think about it, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. I'm having a rough go. I'm going to blame it on me being sick. And it's all okay. We're back. We're back. Doped up on, uh, what's that stuff called? Uh, Neocitron. <laughs> so I feel like uh, the cable <laughs> provider really missed the ball with this one. Uh, they ended up making the event free, lost out on large money in the golfing world. So for that, you are my donkeys. Donkey. <laughs> All right. So my donkey of the week is the Toronto sports media. Oh, why is that? It's okay to have a natural bias, but man, these guys drool over Austin, a.k.a. Aaron Matthews. He mentions he's ready to return, and... Homepage of every website. It's the main topic on every radio and TV show. This guy sneezes, coughs, breathes, and these guys report it. It's ridiculous and embarrassing. And I think that's why people laugh when the Leafs get bounced out first round and have to cancel the parade. You know, the Leafs, to me, are that kid who thinks he's popular and has a lot of friends and hires a clown and has a jumpy castle, a Justin Bieber lookalike at his birthday, and only two of his cousins show up. So you guys this week are my donkeys of the week. Ridiculous. Ridiculous stuff. Ridiculous. All right, so uh, now we are going to do a hot take... We're going to have some hot takes, and we're going to do a hot take review. So we will review our hot takes from uh, last, uh, well, not last. Last hot takes. Yeah, so it was uh, from earlier this season. I think it was about six podcasts ago. Well, actually, it was like right when the season started. So that's when we had our... uh, our, our hot takes. And uh, hold on, let me see. I had it somewhere here. Do you have the hot takes right I now? I have my hot takes. Okay, so start with yours. Okay, so my first hot take was that Thomas Tatar will, yeah, score, I got him now. Okay, go ahead. will score 35 goals this year. Uh, so far, just a little update, he's got 10 goals so far and is on pace to get 30 to 35 goals this season. So I'm looking all right for that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I said Thomas Tatar would score 30 plus. So, so far that hot take is is not totally out of here. Okay. Uh, you also said that Montreal would finish top 15 in power play goals and top five on the pe- on the penalty kill. Yeah. How's that looking, bud? Well, you know, the Habs are ranked 30th on the power play at 14.9%. And their penalty kill isn't terrible, but it's not where I said it was going to be. They're ranked 16th at 79%. So, yeah, um, I got a long ways to go, but Shea Weber's back. Yep, yep, that's a good sign. Will lead to my next hot take, but let's talk about your hot takes first. Uh, So my other hot take was uh, Xavier (laughs) Wallet would score the most goals out of all Habs defensemen and hold on to an NHL job. Okay, now listen, he may not have scored the goals, but he's still in the NHL. Yeah, so there's no Carl Alsner, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I got that. 
So, uh, yeah, not bad. Yeah. So you want uh, you want my new hot takes? Yeah. Okay. So since Weber's back, little uh, little connecting stuff here. Shea Weber will finish top ten in goals for a defenseman. That's your season. hot take, though. Yeah. Because he's off. He's, he started he slow. off for a month and a half. Okay. Okay. And then because of that, the Montreal Canadiens will finish in the second percentile. In power play goals. So between 10, no, 11 to 20. I think that's the math. Okay. So they'll finish between, between 11, 11 and 20. And 20 so they'll they'll improve their power play due to Shea Weber being back. Okay. Okay, not bad. My hot take. What, you got Carl Olsen coming back and winning the Norris? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I have Nikita Sher- Sherback coming back okay. into the lineup. And ending the season with 15 goals. Wow. That's pretty good. That's, 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 that's a pretty uh, good one. That's one hot take. Okay, let's hear the next one. And my next one is Mike Riley. Mike Riley. Becomes Shea Weber's permanent defensive partner. Partner. That's a hot take now. It is. Yeah, Because, I mean, Mike Riley can't find himself in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, right there? Yeah, well, you didn't like it? <laughs> so those are our new hot takes. <laughs> Well, all right, Gibbons. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what time it is now? It's time for some quick thoughts. So what do you think about awarding a penalty shot for any penalty taking in overtime? So no power plays in overtime, mm-hmm. just a penalty shot right away. Pen- I like it, actually. I like it a lot. Uh, NHL um, has been doing this for a while when you play threes. Every time you take a, every time you get a penalty, it's a an penalty automatic shot. penalty shot. Yeah. So I, I like it. It's exciting. It'd be more exciting live in in. I like our chances. I like our chances better on a penalty shot than I do on, on a power play. Yeah. On a penalty exactly. kill. So that works. Time. That might work into our advantage. Um. Yeah, I like that idea. What I think it's you? exciting. Yeah, that's why I wrote adds that. a little that bit extra exciting. flair. Three yeah. on three plus the. You penalty. know, you get I a like trip. It. Okay, it's a penalty shot, and then if like he makes it. a save, boom, game goes on. I just I like it. I think it would be something that's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> now, staying on penalty shots, should penalty shots be awarded like soccer, where you can choose any member of your team to take it? Uh, no, I, I don't like that. How about any member that's on the ice at the time? Mm, I still don't like that because you earned the penalty shot. So I feel you... So that guy should have to take it. Yeah, I think he should. So you don't he earned think, it. He so earned you it. don't think that anybody on the ice, no? Like, no, I, I think if you earn it, you play it. That's how I was always, I don't know, that's how I was always, uh, whenever I used, whenever I played soccer, whenever, whatever. Yeah, that person would take it. But look, if you look at like Champions League, like Cristiano Ronaldo is going to take that penalty shot or the Messi, yeah. you know what I mean? They're going to choose their best guy. Yeah, I get it. But you so, just, you, you know, if you went, them. if your team, you know, in the end, your team earns the penalty shot. I get it. I still think it's whoever gets the whoever. So you think keep it the way it is. Yeah. It's, hey, that guy has yeah. got to do it even if he sucks. Yeah. That penalty shots. Yeah. There's not like an art to penalty shots. You just gotta try nah, to. Beat you need them. hands. You need mitts. I'm going five hole every time, but yeah, just I know. That, you saw me on like thirty thousand breakaways in ball hockey. Five hole every time, never win in once. <laughs> so uh, okay, stone so, hands. So keep it the same. Stone hands on the kid. Yeah, keep it the same. All right. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, now it's time for a fantasy hockey update. I gotta know what your fantasy. All right. So uh, we're just going to do the we're going to do an update on the standings here. All right. Um, so first place is how you drew in. Second place is rags to Riche. Third place is our very own. Girl Leffler. Holding it down, man. She's saving face for the squad here. We, you know, saving face for the squad. Thank you. I'm matching up against against her this week. So we'll see how that goes. Just take the fall because she's our only chance, man. No, I'm not that far. (laughs) It's it's a tight race. No, I know. There's lots Um, of of games. So forever Canadians in fourth place. uh, Pasta Primovera, fifth place. Sixth place is Montreal Rehabs. Seventh place, Team Domination. Gibby... With Grab My Pekka is in eighth place. Right behind is <laughs> Mr. Alsner Ulcers. <laughs> Breathing on my on my neck. Um, Blaine. Um, if you guys don't remember, Blaine from Habs Unfiltered, two or three episodes ago, he was on. And Great. from the and from the podcast of Habs Unfiltered. I just said that. I know, but just they should know him from there. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Tenth uh, is Halburn Habitant, which is Blaine, like I just said. Attitude Era. At 11th, Treg, haven't heard from him in a while. What's up, Treg? Uh, Bergie's fourth liners in 12th place. He's low. He's performing like fourth liners. For low sure. key. <laughs> low key in the bottom. Uh, Max Strowworld at 13. And I know what I'm drewing at 14th. But don't worry. I know lots what I'm drewing. Se- uh, listen, don't worry. Yeah, lots of season left. And you know what? Head up, kid. Uh, here, for all those people who are out of the playoffs right now, uh, just here, here it is right here. I got something for you. And I told these guys the answer is in that room. You know, it's in that room. Okay, so it's it's not over. The answer's that's, in that room. That's a terrible uh, s- s- spike. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for here? It's a terrible motivation speech. Get him the George. <laughs> get him the George St. Pierre one. That's nah, better. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> hey, you gotta do this because you love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, again, um, we're happy to be back, and it's uh, all we got for now. See, See ya later. Have a great time.